Powerful is something that you become. It is not something that you can force. Welcome to the JKL Podcast, and this is another installment of Thus Spoke the Basic Bro. I'm recording this just right after uh, I, I wrote into my training journal. Just got home from a throwing session. Um, beautiful weather outside. Nice wind. And I didn't quite throw as far as I wanted to, despite the awesome elements. Um, with the exception of these past few days, I'd say the last week or so has been awesome for my throwing. I've been making some good strides with my throwing. And the cues I've been giving myself, kind of the the mental notes while I practice, have been be long and be rhythmic. And that's all I really said. Be long, be rhythmic. There's so much to the throw. But all I really wanted to focus on was be long, be rhythmic. Because I've said on this podcast before, the best way to tackle the complex is to proceed with simplicity. The more complex it gets, the more simple your demands should be. That seems to me like it's more uh, productive um, in human nature, that's the best way I suppose that we can proceed. Um, so today I had a kind of shitty practice, and at the end of the practice, it's cool because when I shitty practices in my life are inevitable, so I kind of keep my cool even though I'm doing badly. And at the end of the practice, I decided, well, I, I need to just end on some decent throws to kind of just uh, end on a good taste, and I did some quote-unquote seemingly uh, lesser effort throws and it went just about as far as I had been throwing when I was throwing you know as hard as I could <laughs> and this happens pretty much all the time and uh, I came home and I entered into my, my journal I entered into my journal that if it's not easy and rhythmic it's wrong and usually after a string of good days, I have a bad day because I'm, I start licking my lips metaphorically. Start thinking, about, okay, well, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me add this. Let me add that. And then you start really chasing the rabbit, so to speak. You start chasing something and there's there, a desperation comes about you. Not you, me. A desperation comes about me and I start to kind of, I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, start to kind of lose my composure in the throwing ring. And that's what happened today. I write often in my training journal, don't punch. You want to sling it. You want to throw the thing. You don't want to punch the thing. And I got really punchy today because, again, the desperation kind of manifests itself in my throwing that way where I start rushing things. The throwing isn't as fluid. The movement isn't as dynamic. Things get shorter, punchier, more contrived. And at the end of this journal entry, I ended up writing, 
powerful, quote unquote, is what you become. It is not forced. It's been fun uh, to train for a while and one of the silver linings in my own personal life during this uh, pandemic stay-at-home quote-unquote lockdown kind of lifestyle is I've just been throwing a lot. And when you throw as much as I do, you really you really can't start to depend on you know seeing how much farther you can throw your practice. The idea is that you start to enjoy, almost enjoy the fatigue so that you are so rehearsed that over time, you have then become something more as opposed to just hoping on being something every time you go out to the ring. That's where we can fall into trouble where we decide, well, if we don't throw far today, it's not going to be a good practice. Or in, in, in the realm of music, if I don't play well today, it's not going to be a good practice. There wasn't any points. It's more important to have been consistent and to build uh, some days more than others, but to build upon what it is that you're trying to do, kind of keep the laser focus and to work no matter what. And the power in discus throwing, which you do need a lot of. When I try to force it or I try to reenact it, I try to act like I'm powerful. Maybe I try to demonstrate power. It's not nearly as powerful as rhythm and ease. And rhythm and ease give me the fastest technique. They give me the best release. They give me the farthest distances. It's been fun to uh, record myself throwing a lot uh, during this time. I've been posting a lot of them on Facebook, obviously. And I kind of see the throws. I'm like, man, that looks good. That looks better than five, six months ago. And I can't really tell you that I did any one particular thing other than just to throw every, pretty much every day. Very rarely I take a day off. Maybe every 14 days I don't throw. Um, and most days I throw and lift. I remember uh, uh, during around Christmas time, my, my good old coach, uh, Will Blackburn at U of H, which is where I train typically, I think I saw him on Christmas Eve at U of H, and he said, hey, man, what are you doing tomorrow on Christmas? And I was like, I looked at him, and I just said, I'm going to throw. <laughs> I've been throwing and throwing and throwing, and I've worked on a lot of things. I can't really tell you anything in particular at the time. I've just kind of just been going out there and just letting myself learn whatever the day wants to teach me. And the result is my technique actually looks better. I'm kind of getting to where I thought I would like to be. And it's a result of what I've become. And as proud as I am of that, it's just so hilarious and pathetic that I can go out to practice and be a total idiot and start just throwing out a desperation, losing my composure in the ring, trying to bench press the discus out further when it should be a sling and not a push. So I decided to record this little nugget today just uh, because I wrapped, I just wrapped out my journal injury and I, I wrote down something I think I'll remember for a while. Powerful, quote unquote, powerful is what you become. It is not what you are able to force. It's not what you're able to portray. It's not what you're able to enact. It's not what, it's not what you're able to force. Powerful and power is what you have become. Have you become it? Well, have you, if you haven't, then you need to rehearse more. You need to have countless quality, uh, qu countless quantities of rehearsed ease, of rehearsed grace. Countless quantities, countless quantities of rehearsed 
composure, countless quantities of efficient repetitions, whether you're doing anything, whether you're throwing a discus, playing an instrument, throwing darts, lifting weights, you have to rehearse. Power is a skill. And that is not my quote. That's a, that's a quote by uh, Mr. Pavel Satsaline, who's, you may not know the name, but you do know what he made popular in the USA, which he, he brought the kettlebells to the USA pretty much. He gets he gets a lot of credit. I don't think self-proclaimed, but he gets a lot of credit for bringing that to the American public. And he likes to say that, he likes to say that power is a skill. It's something that you've rehearsed. It's something that you've gotten better at. Not so much just built more muscle. And I'm finding that discus... You got to throw a lot. You need to ha- you need to try to get a lot of positive, productive repetitions so that you become powerful, as opposed to the I guess probably the most commonly common perception of power is you know lift a bunch of weights and then then you are able to portray power. No, power is a skill. So I'm looking forward to going out to my next throwing session probably tonight. And not being a total jackass, I'm going to focus in and tell myself I just need positive repetitions of ease and efficiency. 20 repetitions of that is may not have me throwing further right now, but it is a solid peg and helping me pull my way to greater distances down the line. Now, I can't speak for all of you. I can only speak for myself, but... Maybe some of you can relate. We have those instances in our lives. I'd certainly do it in my life. Where I'm wondering, there's just kind of that constant anxiety. That undertone of anxiety. What's the next thing? How do I get better? Not only how do I get better. What? Even if I decide what I need to do get, to get better, am I right? What do I need to do? What is that person doing? What do I need to do? What does my teacher want me to do? What should I? I don't know. What does future me want me to do? Will I make the right move? Do I even want to do this? <laughs> Sometimes I have to come across that. It's like, I want to work hard. I, know I want to get good at something. I want to get, I want to improve this part of my life. And then sometimes I have to, I have to like step back and be like, wait, 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 wait. Do I even want to do this? Like... <laughs> What am I talking about here? So we got we to figure that out too. But that just feeds into the general anxiety of like, what do I need to do? What should I be doing? What do I want to do? Um, am I being too complacent? Let's find what we want to do. Let's find that what's things that we can see ourselves doing, things that we can enjoy, not only enjoy, but if we do it, it benefits society. And then... Let's pursue these things and then we don't have to be so anxious because we're doing things that are important to us. I think we get anxious when we're finding too much obligation and doing things that we don't even think we like. We just think we have to like. I'm I'm not talking about obligations like it's family or, you know, relationships. Those are just necessary and um, inevitable. But I'm talking about a lot of us are trying to find things that uh, are going to help us be more quote unquote successful. And a lot of the anxious anxiety probably comes from pursuing things that you might not deep down like. Maybe somebody told you you should like, or maybe you thought you should like, or maybe it's you see some success, but it doesn't really line up with you as a person. That can, that can make someone pretty anxious. That makes me kind of that kind of gets me the eebie-jeebies now that I'm just saying it. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine just 
going after something that you don't truly like or would like to explore, but you've kind of convinced yourself that you should. Ugh, that's that's creepy. That makes my right shoulders perking up right now. Just ugh. And I can imagine the anxiety that would build over time and the resentment, not just to anybody else, but to yourself. Ugh. And some people that I even know are blessed without to have none of that none of that head chatter cause them they can they can avoid letting that head head chatter uh, they can avoid having any of that make a hitch in their step. I tend to be one as, as much as of a quote unquote doer that I think that I am I tend to be one who can be. Who can get caught in the head chatter? Who can be very apprehensive? And I, I, I'm finding the easy way out of that. And if it's easy, and if it's simple, it's it's the right way. The easy way out is just to get up and go work and do it consistently. And you don't got to worry about if everything you're doing is correct. But you, what you do want to do is log in the time and the power that you gain from it. Is something you become over time. You got to be brave enough to not know exactly how long it'll take you to find this new skill, this new power, this new ability. But it does require that you show up. It does require that you punch the time card. Anyways, thanks for making it this far into this installment of Thus Spoke. Thus Spoke the Basic Bro. I'll be back at you, I'm sure, pretty soon. And I'm, God damn it, I'm way, I'm very much looking forward to getting back on the interview game. Um, having guests on the podcast. I miss my buddy, uh, Mike D, who produces those kind of those um, interview, quote unquote, uh, guest episodes. Uh, these nuggets here, it's just me on my microphone. And then I just blast them out on the internet. And I'm not so sure Mike D is very thrilled about that. <laughs> but... Uh, that's what we can do. I, I'm not able to go to his house right now, obviously. So, anyways, everyone out there, continue to stay safe. If any of you have been in contact with this virus, or a family or a beloved one is suffering, or maybe even passed away, I am truly sorry. It's it's terrible, and my thoughts are with you. Um, I hope and I pray and I. I just wish the best for you, all of you out there. Thank you very much. Take care. Talk to you next time.